0: Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day. Discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love.
1: From high atop Mount Soledad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning, good afternoon, and or good evening, beautiful listeners. This is Good News with Nurse Heather. I'm her trusty sidekick, Canna Kenny. Once in a while, I'll provide a little comic relief in all the serious discussions that we have with our amazing guests. Good morning, Nurse Heather. How are you?
2: I'm doing good. So is that the preface to tell us you're going to be giving us dad jokes today?
1: No, none of those today, but uh, we're going (laughs) to introduce soon our amazing guest who it's been far too long since we've had some personal physical contact with all the COVID separation that we've experienced. But I've been craving, you know, some nurse Mac attack, and I've been hoping to have some time with her, which we will do so a little later in the show.
2: Yes, I could go for a Mac attack myself, Kim. All
1: right. But (laughs) Nurse Heather, I was just thinking about something. You know, I just had my second vaccination for COVID. And before I went through the process, I did as much reading on the literature as I could. And I decided that it was in my best interest to go ahead and do that. So I've now completed the two two vaccine program for Moderna. 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 Moderna.
2: (laughs) We need one of those applause, you know, sounds in the background. So I'll give it to you here. I hope you can hear.
1: And so, but one of the things that captured me when I was reading about it, and this is why I'm opening it up to you for your amazing medical nursing and spiritual guidance is that when they did the studies, they broke a group of 22,000 people in two separate groups. Half of them received the vaccine, half of them didn't. And as it turned out, the half that didn't had 160 cases of COVID with eight serious cases. And the other half, which is how they got to the 95% effectiveness, the other half of 22,000 people ended up with eight cases total with only one serious. But I was just wondering, and this is the quantum physics of which you're an expert, is to what extent is it possible that the observer, somebody who was receiving not the not the vaccine but instead was receiving the placebo is it possible that they were exposed to covid but because they believed they've been vaccinated they didn't get it
2: I can't believe you're asking this question that's so out of character for you. No, that's that's wonderful. Um, You know, I do believe that there's something to what you're saying. I was having a conversation with a nurse earlier and I said, when I go to get my vaccine, I'm going to ask if I can hold the syringe and give a little Reiki to it so that what's going inside of me will be energized and, uh, you know, energetically loved. And, and so I don't know, that's a really great question. I think we should actually bring in Mac attack on that because it's, you know, quantum physics, we need all hands yeah. and minds on deck.
1: Well, I'm going to do that, but it just, it was just, to <laughs> me, it was just kind of weird. Maybe even our listeners who probably think I'm crazy at this point, but maybe if they think about it, it just seem weird that you send sort of 22,000 people out there who think they had been vaccinated. And I guess they just meander around through whatever for 90 days. And then, all of a sudden, you know, eight come back with the COVID.
2: Well, it's, it's interesting, the power of the mind, right? And um, it is our most Strong and powerful muscle that we have is our mind, and we really can impact our health and well being based on our state of mind. So, there may be something to that. And I remember one time I was talking to Alice O'Leary, and we were discussing about placebo. And at the time, they were saying, Oh, CBD doesn't really work. Um, It's just a placebo effect. And they were talking about kids that had seizures. And so, like, you know, kids with seizures aren't really going to have that power that, you know, it just seemed a little strange. But Alice O'Leary had said, "She goes, listen. If they can bottle up placebo, I will take that stuff." You know, and so there is power to our minds and the way that we think about health and illness.
1: Well, and I know when we got started with this, and we were researching and reviewing and presenting cases to prove of cannabis, we would come up with multiple studies that are out there. We know there's more than twenty three thousand studies that are out there. And involving the safety and efficacy of cannabis and its medical use. And we would re, pre, uh, most frequently find that it was actually nurses that did a lot of the underlying surveys that would establish the factual groundwork for those studies.
2: Yeah, nurses are highly involved with cannabis research, aren't they?
1: Okay, so I'm going to, without further ado, introduce our very special guest, someone we know for so many years and love. And unfortunately, have been somewhat separated, even though we live in some proximity to where she lives. And that's the Nurse Mack attack, Elizabeth Mack. And Elizabeth founded Holistic Caring in 2016 as a concierge medical cannabis consultation service with clinical nurses, helping educate, guide, and support patients with product choices, dosages, and timing. Holistic caring bridges the gap between traditional and cannabis medicine. She has a resume that you die for. Um, and so I can't even begin to read it all. But in addition to having her Bachelor's of Science in Nursing and a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology, she earned an MBA in Healthcare Administration. She is a beloved member of our cannabis nurse community. And I give you none other than Elizabeth Mack.
3: Mm. Thank you, Canna Ken Kenny and Nurse Heather. It's an honor to be here and happy Friday to you.
2: Happy Friday, Emac. It's so good to hear your voice. I've missed you. I um, love
3: you too. I was just thinking when I first met you and it was the summer of 2015, networking in uh, the early days of the San Diego Cannabis Industry Formation. It's been a while.
2: Feels like a lifetime ago, and and you know we met. You had already kind of entered your you know cannabis space, and and I just just let our listeners know when did you first learn about the benefits of cannabis, and why have you chosen to identify as a cannabis nurse?
3: Well, it was it was January 2015. Uh, I went to my chiropractor to get a, a, a an adjustment. She goes, why don't you have Denise work out your shoulder? And she was doing medical massage. And this woman had CBD in the oil and it was, you know, just Humboldt flower CBD, uh, you know, that was really well made into this oil and it smelled like cannabis. And and so I'm like, what is this? And she goes, it's cannabis, but it's actually CBD and don't worry. You're not going to get high. And, uh, but it's going to lower the inflammation in your shoulder. And I had had surgery like four weeks before and, uh, and uh, speed up the healing process and get you back to functionality faster. And I said, sign me up and tell me more. and, next thing you know, I'm taking Kahneman, and I'm taking all this other CBD, and I'm feeling great. And uh, I started to say, you know, I don't need this pharmaceutical, and I don't need that pharmaceutical, and, and this seems to be better. And, you know, I just started to heal myself. And of course, Uh, You know, from the time I went home from that appointment, I went almost straight to the library and I said, how come nobody told me about this? And so I read every book in the library I could on cannabis and cannabis medicine. Uh, And then I signed up for all the journals. So 2015 was really my year of discovery to um, figure out that this really is a thing and that the endocannabinoid system and the potential of this plant is real and so once I, you know, began my process of winning off uh, uh, ten different pharmaceuticals, um, I said, you know, th- this is something I want to do for a living. And so uh, that's when I, I started to attend the the early meetups and things like that down in San Diego. And I met you at Women Grow. Uh, and the next thing you know, I was at Women Grow National in twenty sixteen in Denver. And I'm like, people are making medicines, people are selling medicines, but nobody's truly interpreting this for patients. And so uh, in April, I formed Holistic Caring and uh, hung out my shingle, and that's what I've been doing ever since. (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: it's amazing how quickly things begin to evolve (laughs) once that uh, knowledge has been opened up, right? And you Mm -hmm. have permission to understand that we have been lied to and everything we knew is not really the way it is. And it's, it just kind of sends you on in a direction.
3: That's right. Yeah. And, and uh, it, the stigma is still so real. You know, sometimes we, we think that, you know, in our own little bubble in our clusters of uh, cannabis as medicine that, you know, and, and I get jaded because every day I see the impact and going back to Ken's opening uh, I really love the idea of the placebo, but I also love how the quantum power of the mind is absolutely true. I listen to a lot of Abraham Hicks and Joe Dispenza and you are tomorrow what you're thinking today. So if you're thinking that you are going to be achieving things, let's just talk about healing, uh, it, then you're, you're on a much better trajectory to actually really when I, when I see patients, uh, and I miss the days when I used to go see patients locally and, and have that one-on-one, uh, you know, especially palliative care and just working with people. But, uh, you know, it's, it's priceless how you introduce them to cannabinoids. And they're generally in such, you know, ill health and, and they're, they're hurting, they're, they're not sleeping, they're anxious, they're nauseated, all of these things. Um, and, you know, you tell them how cannabinoids work and how they're going to start changing their body physiology and they want to believe. And then hopefully you've got great medicine to back it up. And I always you know, help them choose that. But uh, it's, it's really uh, getting them to believe that on the way in is priceless. <laughs>
1: oh, that's so well said. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that?
3: Yeah.
1: We're knocking on the door going back from 2015. Now we're knocking on the door of this beautiful plant being restored mm-hmm. to exactly what it was God intended it to be which was a plant. And so soon, hopefully this year, sometime a federal legislation will pass that will actually entirely remove cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act and thereby freeing the plant.
3: I can't wait. Uh, 12-4 on your birthday. Uh, we got part one done. Now the Senate needs to take it home. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, this is a point where we ask all of our beautiful listeners to take a moment, listen to our valued sponsors. We'll be back in just a minute with our friend Elizabeth Mack and Good News with Nurse Heather.
0: Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors.
1: Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots.
3: <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out.
1: Garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com.
0: Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news only on cannabisradio.com. We're
1: back, friends. This is good news with Nurse Heather. We've been having a great discussion with our great friend, uh, the Nurse Mac Attack. Uh, Elizabeth Mack. She's a local here in San Diego, but she is easily one of the most professional and knowledgeable people in the cannabis space. And she was just telling us about uh, some of the things that she's been working on since 2015.
2: Well, and I love how you were talking about, you know, where the past has led us and where the future is going. And so I guess this is a good point to ask you, EMAC, what are you currently doing to help influence the future of cannabis medicine?
3: Well, I've been having all kinds of fun building my ecosystem. Uh, I remember several years ago when you visited me at my dining room table and I had my mind map out where I said, look, Heather, I'm I'm building process to train providers to get products to patients through programs. And, you know, I've always like that's been my roadmap ever since. And so on the process side, I've been writing for years and years. Uh, so all of the research that I have tabulated, all of the conferences, at least a dozen of them that I've attended of every uh, type, medical, NCIA, et cetera, United Patients, Group, we patients at a time a couple of times, women grow three times, and then all of the uh, Academy of Integrative Health and Medicine that I attend, because I, I still uh, straddle that in functional medicine as well. So. Um, you know, I've been writing playbooks, I've been writing everything about cannabis medicine and creating a complete curriculum, which I now have launched on HolisticCaring.com, and, and I have two tracks, one uh, for healthcare professionals and one for uh, industry professionals, where they don't get as much of uh, well, pharmacology and, and case studies and things like that, and the, the medical conditions are overviews rather than uh, deep dive modules. Um, and so I've got those all ready to go. Uh, and then I started working on my patient programs. So uh, because you know, it, it's, again, going back to the ecosystem, I'm creating process for providers to bring them and to, to give them a pathway to understanding this and how to play this into their practice and become a coach. And I always like to use the word coach uh, rather than practitioner or provider because provider is too medical. And this is such a, a nuanced plant that you can use in so many different ways uh, and and you know just getting that education so to get people to understand they're coaching people because uh, so much of it is is behavioral and inspirational as well as uh, science and and that's the the beauty of this teaching practitioners that this is art and science it's it's true medicine um, and then the patient programs um, so they need also to be led in here and You can't do everything one-on-one, and so I've been, you know, having a a one-on-one practice for years, uh, and training uh, nurses to 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 bring them on and to see patients. But um, you know, we're in an e-age, right? Everything's online. Everything is uh, so easy to uh, absorb. And so, uh, with the same course platform in the Mighty Network, the same one that uh, CNN is using, uh, I've created all of my courses and my patient programs. And so, the patient programs are a recorded lecture, so through Zoom, uh, generally about 60 slides or so, so it's, it's quite big, uh, but I, I you know, do it in uh, 60 to 75 minutes, uh, and I give them that recorded lecture and then the uh, slides for all of that so they can follow along, they can learn, and then all of the references and citations of each one of those slides. Uh, and, uh, and and dosing protocols and uh, how to begin and how to understand each route of administration and minimums and uh, really not maximums but you know upper limits and and how to understand relativity and the different uh, forms and routes and how to mix and match them to. Uh, 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 take away tolerance uh, on anyone uh, and to give them uh, that toolkit so that they can have personalized medicine. And so my patient programs, I've got one for Alzheimer's, one for Parkinson's and MS, one for cancer, uh, one for chronic pain and uh, weaning off opiates, uh, one for mental health. Uh, those are all done. Uh, my CBD uh, and functional medicine for wellness and and. Uh, That one is almost done. And then I've got autism and epilepsy that's coming as well as autoimmune conditions. So uh, so people can just plug into that and learn everything they could possibly need to know uh, in about an hour and a half. So, and because it's in an app, right? They can play it on their phones. They can play it on their iPad. They can take it into their provider office and say, hey, look what I'm learning. Um, And really uh, getting this to that next level uh, to build the uh, the ecosystem where people truly are using this as medicine
2: yeah no that's that's fantastic and so comprehensive and you know thoughtful of every demographic every person every um you know from the medical providers to the patients to the bud tenders in the industry just uh really incredible work emac and I've watched you as you've grown and you've done so much in such a, a, a really um short amount of time, really, and all things, you know, considered, but you've spent so much time pulling all this together. And we definitely encourage all of our listeners to go and check out what you're doing. Where can they um, access more information about you again,
3: Emac? Everything's on the website. So holisticcaring.com.
2: Perfect. Yeah, go check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what I
1: like about it, I mean, and it was a fabulous overview that you just gave us, but What I love about it is that it's taking us to the next level and it's in a form that's digestible to the main people who need to know this because cannabis and cannabis medicine is something that shouldn't be directed by physicians. It should be directed by nurses. That's my humble opinion. After years of working with and supporting nurses because it's the type titrated, correct? Correct. And it's also the type of medicine in which Having someone available, a professional with a nursing background and who's done the studies can work with patients to develop really what it is that they need to get the most effect the beneficial effects of this plan, right?
2: Well, and I think a lot of it too, Ken and Emac, it has to do with confidence, right? A lot of the times we'll, we'll talk to these patients that are curious or they're nervous, but but their confidence isn't quite there, or they don't feel that they have the permission of their healthcare practitioners. And so a lot, I, I feel like a lot of the battle to be won through this educational um area here is really sometimes patients just need that support they need that confidence that they're not going to screw it up you know that this plant's pretty gentle there's very few ways to really screw it up and and that they have permission permission to take their own cannabis journey to like emac was saying utilize all the different methods of administration different types of cannabis you know mix those together and and figure out what works for them
1: well yeah but what you and nurse emac and what you know the whole cannabis nursing profession what you're doing is so valuable because you're reversing the programming of the just say no movement you know the prohibitionists the people that made money the pharmaceutical companies by suppressing and keeping cannabis prohibited you guys are you know reversing that programming.
2: Wow I never thought of it that way but I will say um, nurses were just uh, voted the most trusted and ethical profession once again 19 years in a row and so I agree with you Ken that this information coming from nurses lends itself to building that confidence in patients and allowing them to have that permission to utilize plant medicine. Because
1: at the end of the day you and EMAC and the great cannabis nurses and the people that are there caring about their patients what they care about is making their patients feel better.
3: Bingo. And teaching. I mean, we're natural educators. We know science. We know medicine. We're all generally having good hearts of love and care. And you know, when I, when I, you know, again, going back to, I miss my in-person visits, but sometimes I even do this through telemed where I literally will reach out my hand and I'm like, I take my hand, I'm going to show you how to do this, how to make it safe and effective, how you are gonna be empowered like you've never been. And we're talking about a tincture. We're talking about a topical. Once you understand this, once you understand that the the worst side effects are, you know, you're going to feel a little bit fuzzy and go to sleep, you know, but, you know, for the most time apart, I'm not even, you know, introduce, I introduce THC so slowly, generally with older people, um, you know, for younger people, you don't need to do that quite so, uh, so much, but, you know, just really getting them to understand that this is a plant and that it's not going to harm them and taking away all all of you know what 100 years of of prohibition has done uh to getting them to to just smile and say okay and they will do that from a nurse but you know i we need it you know going back to like if you cut a tree in half uh and you look at those tree brains, we're right at that center still right and so we've got like in acna i know we've got about 1500 nurses and about 500 in cnn so with 2000 people right? And there's 5 million nurses in America, but think about all the chiropractors, the acupuncturists, the naturopath, the other healers, the the people that have bachelors and and masters in health in other disciplines that can also learn how to do this coaching because it's it's all the same thing, right? So it doesn't have to be a nurse. We need to think big. And uh, the more that we can get all of these holistic and integrative providers trained, then we can continue to extend those tree reins, have more voices out in the community talking about this. And that will also grow the industry. If you grow the provider base, you can grow the patient base because it all just works together in a beautiful ecosystem. And now, you know, we need to talk about quality products. What that you're makes.
1: all so wise and so beautiful. And speaking of beautiful, let's take a pause for our beautiful listeners to listen about some of the trusted sponsors who make our show available. We'll be right back. This is Good News with Nurse Heather.
0: Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Elevate your every
2: day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies.
0: Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news only on cannabisradio.com.
1: We're back. Beautiful listeners. We're with our very special friend. Uh, I, I've referred to it as the EMAC nurse EMAC attack and with nurse Heather, the one and only, and we've kind of been bringing all these things around with our trusted cannabis nurses and doing what like EMAC is doing, what nurse Heather has been doing for so many years to reverse counter-programming that emphasizes the positive aspects of cannabis, which leads us back to this quantum universe.
2: Quantum, quantum. You know, Emac, I was so excited for you when you published your book. Um, can you talk to our listeners a little bit about um, your book that you have published and how they can get their hands on their own copy?
3: Oh, thank you. Uh, so it's Cannabis for Health, Become a Coach is the title of the book. Of course, it's on my website at holisticcaring.com. It's published through Alter House uh, and it's on Amazon. So, of course, you can go to Amazon as well. Um, and, you know, the, the impetus from, for the book was, you know, in, in my early palliative care Team days with a couple of physicians here in San Diego. I needed to train nurses, and so I, you know, twenty seventeen, I, I wrote a training manual for nurses and started to bring them on and mentor them, out coaching uh, patients in the community and uh, that just grew and I'm like, okay, I need to add this. And now I need a section on cancer and a section on uh, neurodegenerative diseases and, and working with pediatrics and geriatrics and special considerations and autoimmune and mental health. And so, and, and the next thing I'm like, okay, and then here's all the licensing stuff. And here's what you need to know about scope and standards of care. And, and I'm like, okay, I got a book. <laughs> I can't just keep putting this in word documents and, and sending it out to the nurses I'm training. So, uh, I, I decided to just keep writing and then somehow, uh, God introduced me to a medical editor, (laughs) you know, I just, I love the universe. Right. And so I started to talk to this nurse practitioner, medical editor, and she's like, I'd love to help you with this project. And before you know it, uh, I had my book uh, published and out there. And then, you know, that has just grown into the courses. Right. So uh, there's, there's so much knowledge. And one of the things, you know, I love about my writing, and I don't mean to sound egocentric about it, but I've taken the, uh, the lens of, a holistic coach and regardless of what you' you're calling that it, it could be a nurse it could be anything but uh, and it could even just be a, a patient who really wants to learn this in depth. Uh, the, the book uh, is is written at a level that is storytelling with research with all the the facts and figures and data that you need to know and charts and graphics and images um, and it, it's uh, it's something that, is uh, all encompassing. And, you know, I've had several compliments. People have been like, this is a really great synopsis of everything. Um, and, you know, that's the other thing about me. I kind of, I'm, I'm so thorough and complete at just about everything I do. It's hard to uh, you know, leave something for the next project, right? You know, and uh, so, and that's what happened to my course too, right? It's, it's written for a, a layperson almost to understand well, for, on the, uh, the cannabis industry professional one, for sure. Uh, and then the healthcare professionals, anybody with a health background uh, that can understand uh, you know, the pharmacology might be a little difficult, but it's, it's really not. Um, and, you know, I, I want this to be approachable to, to everybody. So it really is just taking a lot of content and storytelling that with you know, even the history and, and continuously referring back to, you know, prohibition and changing laws and some of uh, the work that I've been doing with Normal, um, you know, because uh, I've just uh, I've just been growing leaps and bounds in this this industry and and trying to figure out how to take what I know and to influence uh, things to go in the right direction. And, uh, you know, what I keep saying is the most important thing, whether it's the book or the course or the patient programs or my telemedicine or whatever, we have to build the medical door. The most important thing to me to do before I die is to have a medical door for cannabis. And, you know, people will be like, Elizabeth, that doesn't make sense because we have one and it's medical cannabis, but you've been to the dispensaries in Southern California. It's, you know, it, 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 of course it's medicine. But you know that's not the emphasis in the shops. It's they're like an Apple store where they want to enhance your experience uh, and help you have fun and relax. And God knows we all need to do that. But yeah, the clinical applications are so prolific that we haven't even been begin to explore and kick the tires on. And so you know some of my work with Normal. In fact, this week uh, we had a board meeting talking about how we're going to really extend SB34 out into the communities and that's the compassion programs. And uh, I'm working with our team to. Uh, Uh, get uh, vets first of all, uh, with PTSD, free cannabis on a monthly basis. And we're doing distributions now. And so, you know, a shout out to any dispensaries that want to help us uh, through Los Angeles Normal. Uh, We are trying to uh, really extend you to do uh, corporate social responsibility as well as Uh, helping. We we will help you uh, in your marketing and branding to to, uh, reinforce that you're doing the right thing and helping people. And then my next iteration is to talk to people. Are you struggling with cancer? Are you uh, battling the side effects of these chemotherapies and some of the other uh, conventional uh, treatments that may or may not be helping? We at LA Normal have a compassion program. Would you like to try this? So there's so many things that I want to work on. And then of course, uh, SB 311 and Ryan's Law, and working on uh, getting uh, hospice patients and palliative care patients access to cannabinoids, uh, regardless of what uh, level of care they're in—inpatient, hospice, etc.—or for non-smokable things. Um, you know, so I want to get behind those. And then, you know, there's uh, there's just no end to what we need to do. But the medical door has to happen. Recreation is great; we all need it. Uh, but let's really. Uh, extend those tree reins so that one day I have a dream, (laughs) all people are going to know that this is a therapeutic option.
2: Ah, beautiful, Emac. It's been such a pleasure sharing time with you and space, and I can't wait till I can wrap my arms around you and give you a big hug.
1: Yeah, always good to talk to you, Emac, and uh, Nurse Heather and I will be going out to our farm this weekend, and I'm taking her to Meow Wolf, which is a new event that just opened last week in Las Vegas.
3: Nice. uh,
1: We'll be doing that. We've got our farm out there and we'll be opening our retail there soon, but it's always a pleasure to speak to you. Don't be a stranger. Beautiful listeners. Thanks for being with us today. Um, This is good news with nurse Heather. You can catch our show on Amazon Music, CannabisRadio.com, Apple, Facebook, Stitcher, iHeart. We're everywhere. It's good news with Nurse Heather. This is Canna Kenny. We're signing off.